Hello everyone! Quick announcement before we begin our episode. The most prestigious awards in the parks industry are here. World Urban Parks encourages and recognizes significant contributions made by individuals and parks to cities, open spaces, and communities with these prestigious international awards. You can apply for an individual award, which recognizes the people that make parks just so magical, or for a large urban park award, which recognizes the value large parks bring to the cities they serve. Award submissions are open until September 10th, so what are you waiting for? Visit worldurbanparks.org and go to the awards section for more information and apply today. How can public and private actors work together to create more equitable parks and green spaces? And how can we scale these collaborations at regional, national, and international levels? Today, we are tackling all of these questions and more. We are joined by Martin Andrade, Executive Director of Corporación Ciudades, a Chilean organization working hand-in-hand with key actors to create territorial well-being. I'm Alice Landon, and this is Pod Parks. Pod Parks, the podcast for the park-minded, brought to you by World Urban Parks. Could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Who is Martin Andrade? How did you come to exist in the park world? Mm. Well, I'm an architect. I'm kind of different type of architects. Um, I study in Chile. I work most of my life in Chile. Uh, first, uh, I created, I co-founded an organization that's called Mike Park, which basically what we do is we create and we improve green areas in poor communities. And nowadays it's a very big organization. I'm very proud of the team. It's a team of pretty much 30 people. And nowadays we've worked all across Chile with benefit more than 1 million people in Chile. Uh, so that's how I started <laughs> working on parks and green areas. Uh, and then I, I did work for the government. I was in charge of the, all the, the national strategy for parks in, in Santiago and also in Chile. I worked for four years and then I went, I did a master at Melbourne University. I worked then at City of Melbourne. I was part of the open space team. Uh, and then I came back with my family uh, and I started a new position as the director of the Metropolitan Park of Santiago, which is an um, organization that manages 22 parks uh, in Santiago. It's a very important organization. We maintain this park in poor areas, so the, you can see the role, the role that parks are playing in those areas. And then, yeah, since March of this year, I work as a director of a, corpora- a corporation. It's called Corporación Ciudades, Cities Corporation. Where, that we basically, what we're doing is we are trying to improve the planning, the urban planning of our cities in Chile. So from that position, I also want to push uh, parks and put parks on the political agenda to make our cities better. So you founded Fundación Mi Parque. This is an organization that has been completely unique in the park world. It helps communities in need build their own parks by collaboratively creating new parks, new public spaces where people most need them. Mm. So I would like to know 
more about the model followed by Mi Parque, this very unique methodology that, as you have told us previously, you've been perfecting mm -hmm. along the years. And I also want to know a little, about, a little bit more about why it's been so effective. What mm -hmm. makes public-private community collaboration so effective in creating parks for people? Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a, a great question. I would say that um, I think that uh, probably the success of this methodology it's uh, the fact that we really put people in the center of the community engaging process. We really thought from the beginning how is the best way to engage people, and we don't engage people just in the design process, which basically that's something that you usually see. We engage them also thinking about the idea, what what is their dream for that place. We engage them then in the design process and in the contraction uh, process. So we basically design public spaces that are um, mainly uh, built by people. Uh, and then we also engage them during the monitoring process. So we're trying to maintain the, the communication with them, trying to empower them, to, to, to really um, empower them to, to, to maintain this process and to work together with the municipalities in order to really um, try to uh, create these success uh, places. And I th we think that that's the only way to do it. Um, it's really you can design a really beautiful park you can you know uh, pay to someone to build the park or to pay to someone to to maintain the park but the only thing that will really help you to to really uh, envision this park in the future and to really make that park a special place is to work with the communities and that's it's been the the the, the mayor i would say Success and we we we've been trying all this time. We started around 14 years ago with this, and we all our methodology is free, it's open. We've been working with communities all around the world, um, trying to 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 really you know give them this methodology to make them you know um, uh, unique to their place. We don't want to create Fundación Mi Parques all over the world. We want to engage with NGOs that. Uh, make uh, having their minds that open space parks are a very important thing so we hopefully we, we're going to continue doing that and and to inspire people all around the world so you're right now you're the executive director at corporación ciudades mm. this is a, you know an organization that focuses on sustainable urban development right we've been talking about COVID and the importance of parks we've mm. been carrying a much bigger problem for beforehand climate change mm. Um, so I want to know a little bit more about that. What is the relationship that, between urban planning and climate adaptation? And how have, have you, through Corporación Ciudades, and how can other private entities bring about this much-needed change? Mm. No, it's a really tough uh, thing to do. We we've have, I don't know how is the reality you know, all over the world, but in Chile we have lots of organization, lots of different ent different entities, private or the public sector that are trying to make our cities better and but we have a lack of understanding we have a lot of spaces that we can not just you know measure what is happening we also need to dial you know talk with people in a 
like in a comfort zone and also we need to uh, generate agreements and that's a very tough thing uh, so we in Corporación Ciudades which is cities corporation we are trying to make that so we create we call it uh, like the cities table you know? um, and we try to put together all the people uh, around you know cities um, people that you know are in charge of you know planning the city the mayor the different municipalities the different public sectors and we try to create these agreements to 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 then make things happen and um, so we try in this model we work with these cities around one year and one of the and as you said one of the main things that we are trying to 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 really work hard is to uh, work with climate change and it's I don't know the reality all over the world but we think that I think we, we have a, a very clear diagnosis about what's happening what we need to put forward but when when you look at the projects that you have over the table there are one two projects and you realize, you know what, we, we need to stop just talking and sharing the same information, the diagnosis. We need to create these projects. We need to make them happen. We need to make these agreements. We need to take the information that we need to really, you know, uh, transform the public sector bill for the next year. So that's what we, we, we are really trying to do, trying to, to measure better what's happening, but also to, to make these agreements to create projects that... Um, address what we need to do in, in related to climate change. Perfect. Let's go back to urban planning at its core, especially when we're talking about a, at a large scale. So when you, you talked about Fundación Mi Parque, you know, it, it focused on building community parks, mm. building smaller projects. And now through Corporación Ciudades, you have enlarge this to looking at the city as a whole, right? So how do we translate these participatory processes to large-scale urban planning, especially looking at equity at the front and center of all of these processes? How can we ensure that access to public spaces is equitable, is mm. fair when we're talking about working at a larger scale, at a city scale, or at a national scale, maybe? Mm. Well, that's a yeah, really big challenge. And as, as you know, well, I started working at Mi Parque, but then I was the national coordinator of urban parks in Chile. And then I worked after years living abroad, I worked at the Metropolitan Park. So I've been like in different <laughs> positions around park and you understand how tough it is to, to plan parks and to plan air, uh, green areas and to put this uh, into the agenda of, of people. Um, and as many tough problems and different problems and challenging problems, there is not one solution. Uh, my experience has shown me that you need to work in different fields and you need to work in different directions. So um, first trying to strain the, the, the link the linkages between the the NGOs and the uh, and the public sectors in Chile, for, for instance, this year we start. Uh, there is was a law, a new law that uh, allows uh, local governments to make direct um, transfers to NGOs, and that made a big, big, big change. Uh, in the past, NGOs every time that they wanted to you know, work with um, government. Uh, around Chile, 
there was it was really really tough they have to compete with big companies and it was really challenging for them they didn't have the i would say the financial support you know to to be able to put a bid to to be able to be part of the process so that is changing a lot so that's one thing how you strange the the linkages between ngos and the public sector and also how how, how you make this a, a national thing and we last year uh, there was published a new national policy in chile i had the privilege to start with this national policy to set up the I would say the pillars of this national policy then i moved to the uh, metropolitan parks and it was beautiful to see a president you know uh, putting this into the agenda that we were able to 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 create this national policy taking everyone's you know ideas into account and to be able to to define which are the key you know goals to to go and to to also to to draw a, a line uh, in order to implement uh, those things so um yeah you need to start obviously working better with the communities methodologies strengthen you know the, the relationship with the, the private and the public sector the public sector with the ngos and also how you create national policies if you do that if you create this i would say um environment for parks that's the way to go um, i don't want to say rapidly but to go uh, a bit faster. So one last question. It's actually a two-part question, right? So first, from your professional and personal experience, what do you think are the biggest and most punctual benefits that a park can provide for people and the planet? And then, you know, we've talked a lot about how there's different methodologies and it's not a one-size-fits-all, but there are a lot of logical things that we can do that sometimes we we skip out on so what do you think is the the one step that we cannot miss or that you have seen in your professional experience that we can't miss in this creation of public spaces for everyone mm. well in regards to your first question yeah it's um something that i think it's been probably my first i would say inspiration of why i think parks are so important it's how they create this sense of belonging and proud in communities um, and you basically you can see it when you work with poor communities with really poor public space pretty much 80% of the people want to leave this the, their place so imagine how you can engage them how the public sector can do things with people that their only dream is to you know run away uh, it's been amazing to see after we build uh, these green areas, it's pretty much the opposite. So just, you know, 20% of the people think that they want to leave. They say, you know why? I really feel proud of this place. I really want to, you know, make roots here. And I w now from now on, I want to be involved in things. So that's that's amazing. That's something that you built with, uh, yeah, with public spaces with green areas and in regard to your second question about uh, public policies that you know are I would say basic or things that you know you say why we are doing this why we don't do it in another way and and I, I, I could say two things one thing is that at this in Chile that was my um, experience we have a conservation program just for one region 
we didn't have anything like that for the rest of the regions. Uh, so we say, you know, we need to, you know, fight these inequalities. We need to create a national pro program about cons uh, conservation of parks. And that's how we did it. And we did it in a really short period of time. We designed this policy and then the next year we basically uh, create this first national network of parks and nowadays this network has been increasing increasing and now we have around 50 parks that are part of this network uh, and the other thing is around the importance of national policies how important is to you know to put people together to realize what are the key challenges there are many 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 challenges what are the key challenges how we can make create a route, what are the, the, the legal stuff that we need to go through, what are the different laws that need to take place, that's very important. You need a route map for this. This is not something about you, you just working with communities or doing you know stuff in cities, you're not going to solve this problem. You need national policies. Perfect. Well, thank you again so much for joining us. We've unfortunately run out of time, but before we leave, we want to know where can people find more of your work? Where can we find what you do, what Corporación Ciudades does, what Mi Parque does? Yeah, I think that the, the best thing to do is, if, well, I have LinkedIn, so just put my name, Martin Andrade. Uh, and also, if you want to have a look about what we're doing, Corporación Ciudades, corporacionciudades.cl or in Mi Parque. Uh, you can you know check that and see all the information that is around here so happy to chat happy to know about what other people is doing in their country and to help them and inspire people to do this thank well thank you again so much for joining us in pod parks and we hope to see you again soon pleasure This is the end of today's episode, but definitely not the end of the conversation. So don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to keep engaging with park professionals from around the world. You can find Martin Andrade and other fantastic change makers by visiting worldurbanparks.org and heading over to our member directory. So how does your community work to create parks for everyone? We would love to find out. Pod Parks is written and hosted by Alice Landon. Produced by Vittoria Martin and Luis Romano. Sound engineering by Vladimir Yanis. Don't forget to visit worldurbanparks.org and explore the resources our community has for you. Get out, explore, connect.